G'day, I'm Execute. Welcome to the front of us. Today I'm joined by Astropub. How you doing, buddy? Doing good. I'm doing better after getting over COVID. I know you're still kind of suffering from something. Not COVID, because you don't have I'm COVID. I'm not sure. I'm not uh, sure. I might have had yeah. it. I, I was really worried about know. it because uh, my, my symptoms seem similar to your own. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah. All right. So with that, this is a, a video we've often kind of talked about, but it's kind of always been hard to explain and try to show. So I actually sat down and I can see why no one's ever done it before. Uh, <laughs> let's put it that way. Took me about 10 hours in Excel going through, uh, checking the in-game prices and the out-of-game prices and things like that and comparing them and cross-referencing and, and trying to find some of the cool ones to show off. Um, but that's what we're going to do today. I've also got an infographic in the description below that you can open and follow along if you wish to. I'm also going to post that on Twitter and Reddit and stuff like that uh, about the same time that this video goes live. So with that, um, we've also got some caveats. So um, this doesn't take into account gameplay. So you might have one ship that has lots of gameplay and a ship that doesn't have a lot of gameplay. That doesn't take that into account. Um, obviously, there's changes coming with balance and stuff like that um, and future yep. development, uh, price changes, all that type of thing. That's not taken into account either, right? Um, yeah, it, it's... It's important to remember that, like, the economy of Star Citizen eventually is going to change it so that every one of these ships will be variable depending on where you purchase it and what the Quanta wants. And because CIG changes, sometimes patch to patch, they can change these 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 prices. This is not meant as a definitive, you will 100% get this value out of it. We're mm. using the current values, especially as we're going into the biggest sale season for CIG, where they're selling all of their ships, so you know what we're talking about when we say bang for your buck. Yeah, so, yeah, just exactly. Um, I will say there were some really obvious ones. Like, So straight off the bat, I'll say it just showed how bad vehicles were. Vehicles just mm -hmm. stay away from vehicles with a 10-foot barge pole. Um, every single one of them was in the bottom third of the list. So that, you know, it, there's not really a good one among them. Um, and even, actually, the very first one, uh, I'll, I'll just kick it off then, because the actual first one is a vehicle comparison. Um, so there you go. So both these uh, cost 30 bucks, but in-game, 88,000 versus 251,400. That's actually quite a big difference in price two and a half times yeah. at least in in current gameplay metrics it's effectively like maybe one maybe two gameplay sessions of about four hours you can earn a um the the hover quad but it'll require you maybe a week of work to get the to get the uh to get an alpha a mustang alpha so to give give you some some physical gameplay comparisons no that's a good one so yeah but um yeah as you can see it, it it's I don't know, like as a starting player, um, there are, and I'm going to be honest with you, there are a lot of people that come into this game and they don't have a lot of money. Um, so, you know, and I know there are a lot of us that do have really big fleets, but you've got to remember, this is a game for everyone, not just for those that are the mega whales. And obviously a whale wouldn't care. They just wouldn't blink twice at this stuff. Um, but like wh where I started, like I'm I'm not the wealthiest person. I'm very unwealthy. Um, and, and when I, like, to be honest with you, I'm almost the complete opposite of our grid where Algrid's got a lot of money to spend, but he made a lot of mistakes. So it actually does give you, between me and Algrid, you do actually get a lot of different perspective because we're coming at it from different places. Um, so it is it is a good way to look at it. Um, but anyway. All right, we'll kick it on to the next one. Um, so you go up to the Avenger this time uh, with $55. So, so much. <laughs> uh, oh. Versus the MT in-game, which is 20 bucks more, yet yeah. it is... Uh, uh, Hello? What's uh, going yeah. on here? Right? Yeah. 
Um, and, and, and to highlight this even further, uh, generally speaking, one, uh, uh, a thousand UEC costs one dollar, I believe, one thousand dollar, yep. thousand UEC. So this is the equivalent of if you're just to buy, if you were to purchase this within game with UEC with, with UEC purchase, the the uh, um, the cyclone, the cyclone is cheaper to just pay, pull out your credit card and buy UEC than it is to buy with actual cash. Yep, <laughs> that, that's it. That's cool. <laughs> Fifty almost over fifty percent cheaper, or so, almost fifty percent cheaper. So, so to the MT's credit, though, I will also point out the fact that all cyclones cost the same price at the moment, right? So, obviously, yeah. that shows that they they probably need to get in there and change the prices a little bit, right? So, we, we are again we, we're going to do our due diligence here and show both sides of the coin. So, obviously, that looks like something that is going to change in the future. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, all right, on to the next one. So this time around, uh, I've gone to the Titan Renegade versus the Reliant Mako. Again, uh, the Reliant is cheaper. Um, sorry, the Reliant. <laughs> the, uh, the Titan Renegade is cheaper and the Reliant is more expensive. Uh, more expensive but then you get in game and you can see there's a price discrepancy again um and one thing you'll notice is as we go up the list uh, these this first bunch is all price based um and so they don't share similar gameplays but um yeah. you'll also notice at the low end it is a lot more uh the gaps are not as big but as we go up you'll notice bigger and bigger gaps as as we go up it, it gets kind of ludicrous actually um but yeah so yeah, the Renegade one is a skinned one and it is kind of hard to get. And and I would say these are two, um, the reason I picked these two is they're kind of more rare ships. They're not ones that you see every day of the week. So yeah. All right, on to the next one. All right. Uh, so this this I think this is the epitome of the problem with vehicles. I think this yes. really shows, this is the, so this is the most expensive gear, vehicle we currently have. Um but yeah, you can look right there. I'd say Until that... Until the Centurion comes out. But the Centurion is likely going to be about the same price, if not more, because of the... Maybe a little less, but it'll be in the, around the same ballpark. I'm expecting so. it to be less because of the um, the missiles. Less destructive? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I, but but that said, I still think it'll... I think it's 120 bucks, so it already is less dollar value. So I'm expecting it mm -hmm. to be less in-game value. But we'll, we'll see, you know. Yeah. Um, based on some of the stuff you're going to see today, that logic does not make sense. It sounds logical what I just said, but just remember when we get to the 600i, what I said, and then I'll bring up logic again and you'll go, huh? <laughs> but anyway, anyway, so yeah, so the Dur, um, yeah, and I think anyone would sit there and go, the Dur is way better value than the Ballista, um, but for some reason they're priced the same, and uh yeah. yeah, I think this does harken back to like what we said before, like there's a designer's price and then there's like a marketing price and they are just not lining up at the moment and I'd really like them to line up. Uh, hopefully they will in the future. All right, so my least favorite ship in the game, the Steel, um, <laughs> versus, which is $235 versus the Andromeda, which is $240. Um, and mm -hmm. as you can clearly see there, it's almost half the price. Uh, the which steel is, is cheaper than the black, by the way. It is, which is crazy. So another way you could look at this is what I probably should have done is grab the black and just had a steel versus yeah. black comparison. Um, but it is it is kind of crazy. Ten dollars versus two hundred thirty five dollars. The steel is one hundred thirty one hundred thirty five one million three hundred fifty five million one million three hundred thousand, I should say. Mm. And then the black is, I believe, one million five hundred thousand. So in game right now, so. 
and it's two hundred, one hundred thirty-five dollars, or one hundred twenty-five dollars mm. more cheaper, or more expensive for to get the steel. So, so. so, so this kind of highlights. I haven't deliberately gone out and grabbed the worst ones, right? I tried to grab yes. ones that were around the similar dollar amount in this Price. first lot, and in the second lot, I've grabbed about five that were roll similar rolls. Right to try try to show some variation, and that's the hard part about collecting all this data. You have to manually go through it all, right? And when you're talking about the sheer number of ships in game, that's a lot to go through. Like it literally took me all day yesterday to do this from go to woe. It was it was quite a lengthy process. But anyway, that's why no one's ever done it before because it's just too much time. Anyway, on to the next one. So yeah, um, this is a really good example of why I hate the Aries. <laughs> yeah, um, you know. Same price point, um, very different. And I, I, I do actually, this and a few other things, I now have an appreciation for the 400i. It is actually in the top five best value ships in the game uh, based on its price to how much it's worth in game. You multiply those together and it gives you a number which is their dollar per alpha UEC value. And it's actually in the top five. Um, but like what I was saying about gameplay, that also doesn't take gameplay into account because obviously Origin has less gameplay than other ships. So value is good, but its gameplay is low. So that so that's the one thing that's like if if you look at you know you do the math, the math doesn't always carry forward. So you you do have to kind of go through this the data that I've collected and manually sift through it, which is just why this took me so long to do because it's a, a manual process. But yeah. All right, next one. Um, everyone's favorite, the Mercury Star Runner, which I think is actually really good value for its price when you put it up against something like the Sentinel. And uh, um, there are a lot of people that really love the Sentinel. The Sentinel is a very unique ship at the moment with the E-Warfare, and I think that's probably why it's priced the way it is. But again, you kind of sit there and look at the two side by side, like one's a fighter with a bit of an internals and the other one's like a fully fledged ship. As a, you know, And obviously one's half the price of the other in game or more so. Yeah. yeah it's and uh you've just got a lot more flexibility with the mercury star runner as well compared to the to the uh um to the sentinel but the sentinel yeah it's just your the cost prices are going to be are pretty significant and that when we're getting to these levels we're talking about the difference between four million and two million is like a month's worth of work mm -hmm. maybe if you're lucky or if you're really know if you really know what you're doing it's you know a couple of uh like a, like a week or so but still it's a lot of gameplay comparison when you're, when you're looking at the money it's like it's just not not very much it's not worth the the, the money to buy uh as much to buy sentinel as you could just earn it in game in the current event in the nine towers event the runs i've been doing this weekend it's about three runs so yeah yeah about about half an hour uh but yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're pretty good runs at the moment but anyway all right so this is something that really surprised me because i do hate on the eclipse a fair bit for its price right but uh, it really surprised me here. Like, it's literally double the price almost of a Staff Bearer. Um, and uh, another one that was I would just bring up really quick was someone said to me I should have used the Gemini because the Gemini in-game's even cheaper again. But there is a caveat there where the Gemini upgrade actually gives you all the components of the original Staff Bearer. So in-game, when you buy it, it's literally just a cargo transporter. You don't get all the refineries and stuff like that. But when you buy it, you do get all the refineries. So there is a difference. Yeah. Um, and that's why I specifically use the Staff Bearer here because to do that would have been in bad faith. Um 
So yeah, but that again surprises me. This this tiny little fighter is actually worth the heap. So it actually does show you what John Crew was saying that a lot of the ships are based on their components, and you'd have to imagine something like the Starfarer's got like more industrial commercial components, where the Eclipse is obviously rocking uh, military stealth. Yeah, stealth. Yeah, mm. making a big difference. All right. Now, this one for me was very complexing and it hurt my soul. I literally contacted Paul and said, you need to prepare yourself because this one shook me. Um, these are two of my favorite ships. Um, and to know that there's only a $5 difference, but almost, you know, half the price of one or the other. And I think this kind of is a good example of gameplay versus, you know, uh, because I think there's a far more gameplay in the Caterpillar. I don't know. Would you agree with that, Paul? I hate the freaking Redeemer. You know I do. So, yes, of course it. I'd agree that the Caterpillar... The, 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 it's also a huge difference that, mm. like, the Caterpillar it not only has more gameplay right now, but it's going to have more flexibility in the future, mm. whereas the Redeemer is just a gunship. It's never going to be anything but a gunship, period. Um, yep. I know they, they want to do modularity and stuff like right. that. I was but just like, going to say. <laughs> but it's never going to have... It's never going to be a hauler. You're never going to use no. a Redeemer for a hauler, but you could use a Caterpillar as a combat ship. Mm. It, it, yeah, it's unwieldy and difficult, but it's got some guns. It's got some thick guns on it in terms of what, what it, and turrets for, for, for what it can do for. And who knows what other modules it can add. Mm. It could turn it. It could have a modulars for modules in the future to turn a Caterpillar into a gunship if you wanted to. It's that there's that much possibility with it versus a Redeemer, which is not going to really grow out of its shell that much. Yeah, I so. I think I think this is a kind of unfair comparison almost in that way because the Caterpillar is probably going to be the most flexible ship in the entire game, um, yeah. big because of the the modules. And I will say this about the Redeemer though: the reason I like it is it's probably the most flexible combat ship in the game. I think you've got to give it that credit, right? Compared yeah, to most fighters, it it, it, it it can do most 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 of what you ask it to do in combat compared yeah. to most other combat ships. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, Paul, you just hate it because it doesn't have lore. Once it has lore, I think you'll be fine. Once we'll it get, has good lore. <laughs> yeah, we'll get you in there one day. I'll, I'll bring you around. It, it'll just I'll, take some time. I'll, 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 I'll make uh, X to put up the, um, or over there, to put up the, the, the link to my video on the how I fix the Redeemer lore uh, All right. video. Up there. I'll check that up there. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I can do that for you. No problem. All right. Next one. So this is where we start getting into really weird territory. Um, and again, I could have picked multiple ships here. I've just picked ones that stood out to me. Um, so yeah, the Reclaimer. Um, this is actually the second best value ship in the entire game right now, based on this um, math. <laughs> and it is math. That is literally what it is. Um, and there's a massive price to curb and see there. I would, I'm going to say roughly half the price out of game. And yeah, then in game, it's three times the value um and the math there just does not add up and you kind of kind of no. go huh. so yeah. yeah it's it's, it's ones like and this that sort out sorry i would say it's also important to remember that like the, the other thing that we haven't we didn't talk about in the caveats is how of uh, the rarity of these ships True. um it may it may be that you couldn't find a reclaimer very often because mm. there's just not as that there's not as many of them that exist that just weren't built yeah. as many whereas they have every other uh every other day they make an a2 you know because uh, it's a mass-produced ship in comparison so yeah. there are some, going to be some of those things that are, that'll end up in game as well so there, there could be some of that factoring in with uh, why the the reclaimer is so expensive oh you mean the a2 so expensive but i get what you mean 
Oh, you mean? Oh, you mean? You mean? In game. Yeah, because I think yeah. the rarity will come with reputation. I think that's where they'll yeah. put it. And so, if you want to get a particular ship, you'll have to go right up the, you know, the the grinding tree, so to speak, to uh, to get to the appropriate one. All right. So the best value in ship right game uh, right now is actually the Carrick. Um, it, it maxes out at about forty four thousand alpha UEC per dollar. And it is leagues better. Like the reclaim is like 39. So it's actually quite a substantially high amount. Um, and to remind people, $1 equals 1,000 UEC. Yep. So 44,000 is like per, per dollar is like effectively you're for every $44 in, in, in UEC value, you're getting $1. So that's a huge discount for mm-hmm. when, when you're factoring in the current, uh, the way everything currently works. So. Yeah. So, so to get that really simply, the way I, I had to do this for every ship, though, is if you take the dollar amount and you divide it into the price of the ship, that's how you get to that that amount, right? And um, the higher that amount is, then um, more valuable that ship is. Um, and the Hammerhead, believe it or not, um, is still actually quite good value compared to most ships. It's only, I think it's in the top 20. But even then, mm-hmm. you can see there's a massive price discrepancy right there. You know, it goes up $100, but it's actually more than half the price. So just it just it goes on and on and on. And there's no way to do this. As I said, like I'm getting two and comparing them for you at a time. But you could go through and you could just grab two yourself and, and compare yeah. it with the data. And, it, and, and it, there are and, some extreme examples. And- and you can do so in the infographic in the description below, which you should go click on and check it out. I may so. also actually uh, put the Excel sheet in there too, um, if I get around to it, because the Excel sheet mm-hmm. is 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 interesting because you can filter it by um, different types and, and see different things. But yeah. All right. So this is one that I've known about for a really long time. And I think this is where we get into the ones where it's the same role. So here we have two mm-hmm. fighters. Um, I would say the Hawk is really uh, not, how do I put this? The Hurricane is a real meta ship at the moment. And it's usually it the, meta ship. It's the, the first one I buy when, when I have money. Right. Um, and the Hawk mm-hmm. used to be the second one I'd buy. And I'd, I'd have Hawk for myself when I'm solo and the Hurricane for, for like dual play. Um, but it's kind of nuts. It's half the price, the Hawk, out of game, mm-hmm. but that you get in game and it's slightly more expensive. Um, so it's almost the epitome, like we're paying twice the price for, and, and, and I think that uh, is really when you break it down is we are funding the game. That is literally what yeah. we're doing. They are, marketing are doing their job. They're trying to get as much money as out of, out of us as possible, but somehow along the line, it just also doesn't seem fair. Um, and I think that that's my only real issue with it. Like I'm happy to pay for the game, but I kind of want to get what I'm paying for as well. And I, I then yeah. we then uh, we walk into that whole argument where it's a pledge, not a not a purchase. Yeah, but you also have the issue with like 195 dollars, and you need to have another friend. So you also have to factor in if say if you you bought a hurricane, you want to get your friend involved, and you pay for that friend's that the friend's game. That means you're spending 195 dollars plus 45 dollars. Yeah. Whereas the hawk, you don't need to do anything by yourself. You know, uh, I don't know if there is a game package with the Hawk, but it could you could easily find one at some point the, with the mm-hmm. game package with the Hawk, and it would be still be a better value than than the uh, for, for for your money than the the, the Hurricane would be. So. Yeah, you can always just upgrade a, a, another solo ship into the Hawk. 
if you wanted mm. that yeah so yeah that's easy to do all right so now we go on to another one again we're pairing roles now so this is the phoenix versus the 600i and this is where i started to quite like really realize like how good like of luxury ships like i, I anyone will, yeah anyone will tell you that i i'm not a fan of luxury you said, ships you said, said 600i it's the 400i i do my bad yeah so um yeah. <laughs> but but i'm not someone a in the chat would someone in the comments would, would catch that you know that yeah. would so yeah. <laughs> yeah so 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 long story short i'm not a big fan of luxury ships but that said as luxury ships go this is good value and the other thing way to look at it though is like i can see someone talking in the comments oh but the phoenix is for four people and the 400i is only for three people so you've got to take all that into it as well so on a dollar mm. basis um I think clearly that means at some point the Phoenix's price has to increase to reflect yeah. more players. So this might be a good example of prices needing to be updated and fixed, and they probably most likely will down the, down the road. Mm. So, yeah. All right. So this was the one I was talking about where it just doesn't logically make sense to me at all. And I thoroughly believe, after having looked at this for a couple of hours, I think someone fumbled and put the prices backwards. Mm -hmm. well, um, because if you were to flick them around, it makes so much more sense. Um, but for some reason, yeah, out of game, the, uh, the touring is cheaper, but then in game, mm -hmm. it's more expensive. And which I think, makes no sense. yeah, which, which makes none at all, because also most people would tell you they would prefer the Explorer variant. It is the more interesting variant. It, it, it does the exploring and stuff like that, where the touring is the more just drive around and look at things and don't find anything mm -hmm. new it, it, it's more that's more akin to the vip gameplay and not the exploring yeah. part so yeah i can i can see the, the 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 price being a little bit more expensive in game because it is in in game you're getting it as a uh you're, you're paying for all these suites being added whereas with the explorer it's a stripping it out so it's it's a little bit cheaper mm. but in terms of gameplay it makes more sense to get an Explorer versus the, the, the VIP transport right now. Maybe in the near mm -hmm. future, VIP transport will pay you a lot more UEC for missions and stuff like that than exploration will. So, you know, that'll factor it out. But so I can see a little bit there. But it, yeah, in terms of like logic right now in game, no, it should be the opposite because they can always change that later. So, yeah. So obviously, yeah, I think that's that's probably another caveat Dead then is uh, the, the passage of time. But uh, yes. we'll have to kind of wait and see for that one all right and we get into it i think this is our second last one now so basically um i've got the hoplite here versus the prowler um this is the one that we talked about a while ago wow. and it has actually um improved but it's still pretty bad um back in the day there was a lot of complaints about it because the prowler was actually cheaper in, uh in game than than the hoplite uh, they have obviously made it so it now costs more but I would still argue that's still pretty bad. Um, considering mm -hmm. it's almost half the price, uh, it's not half the worth. But this is, this, this is again, I'm taking an older example where they have showed that they can change it and improve. So I'm hoping mm -hmm. um, this shows that they will go back and fix some of the more ridiculous ones. Um, and the final one here, I did actually want to include all three, but I only included two. Um, and that's the C2 versus the uh, A2. I did, A2. Want to, I did want to chuck the M2 in there. But the M2 literally kind of falls right in the middle. It's 520 off the top of my head. And then it's it's just just over 5 mil. Um, 
but when you look at those price differences where it, the way it jumps up they don't necessarily line up with the value that the, the the default price is just too high for all of them um especially the a2 but again like you said um things like rarity and rep will most likely come into play there because i'm assuming you're gonna have to be in good with um a military organization to get access to an a2 where the c2 will be a lot more commonly available because it's just civilian um mm -hmm. so yeah so hopefully that those yeah. things do come into play anyway that's that's kind of everything we've gone through um we've talked about this many many times but we've never really kind of like put the evidence in front of you so i think by putting that in front of you today i'm hoping that it kind of shows people um what we've been talking about and again there is a now versus release mentality there but we're buying the ships right now and you're using them right now that's that's the uh, the other the other thing to remember yeah is that is that if if you are buying and playing the game right now and you're looking for a good value i mean obviously there's lots of other caveats with things like don't buy anything beyond the beyond a starter pack there's, there's no real need to yeah. all, that's what, all these things you get in a game but if you're looking like hey i want to spend some money and i want to get the best value of my money mm. for what i'm spending you got to take a look at these sorts of things like it mm. just makes no sense to buy any ground vehicles when it costs literally like less than a couple of hours to buy them in game um so yeah things like the the blister and the center uh, centron i don't have the center in yet but when that's available in game like i go in i buy both i buy two cyclones i buy a normal one and i buy like the mt every time um and it's because they're just really cheap and they don't take almost any time to earn um but you know if i wanted to go get a freelancer dirt well that takes me a lot longer to, uh, to get as an example but yeah i think at the end of the day um th th a lot of this stuff is for more older backers that do have those bigger fleets um and, and like you said paul we we tend to recommend these days that you know just get one ship one starter package or one ship that you really like but i, I going into multiple ships now i just think that's a really bad idea um mm. I, I think at the end of the day you're better to consolidate upwards we've kind of proven that with all the things we've shown in the past and i think this is just a a visualized uh evidence of that and i hope i hope this video helps some people understand because i do have a lot of people that have come to us in the past and they have difficulty uh, literally seeing it uh, but yeah if anyone has any questions hit us up on the discord um, and i'll be happy to go over them with you and this is just some of the examples there are many more in there yeah. as well um i again i was doing this solo I, sh I probably in hindsight should have done it with a few people over my shoulder um to pick out the the results but i also didn't want to actually hyper exaggerate it either i didn't want to make it yeah. as worse as it possibly could be so i've just got a random selection so yeah all right. uh, and as always, when we're, as we're wrapping it up, make sure you are subscribed to to here. Make sure if you want to, we have, actually have a couple of people hanging out and, uh, with us as we're recording this right now. You can do that too if you want to come in. Just make sure you join our Patreon um, and uh, get get involved in that. Uh, if you, we want to hear your thoughts. We do. Yep. Uh, are you surprised by this? Are you not surprised by this? Is it, you know, are you an old salty v uh, veteran of the info runners and you've known this stuff for, for a while? Mm. Are you a new person going, wow, what is this? If you have questions, all sorts of things, let us know in yeah. the comments below. We do read all of them. We don't respond to every one of them, but we do read all of them. Um, and yeah, like I said, subscribe, like the video. If you enjoyed this, helps spread the word, helps us grow, uh, helps get the word out about us because YouTube is a fickle mistress and she demands uh, engagement and, and such. <laughs> 
just like that. So that she does. I, I do want to hear in the comments below um, people's thoughts on some of those comparisons. And I like, were there any surprises there for you? Um, because I was generally shocked by a couple of them. I I was quite taken back. And um, a, as you can see. Um, do you think there are more factors in there that we possibly haven't considered? Uh, we did make a lot of caveats there today, uh, but it is a, port, a part of the process that we go through to try and where we try to recommend things to people. It's obviously the cost is a very big thing in this game. All right, with that, he's been the Astro Pub. Where can people find you, Paul, uh, when you are not oh. here with me? Well, you can find my lore channel uh, where I often do uh, a podcast with uh, Algrid. Uh, called lore citizen that's uh twitch dot or sorry no, youtube.com slash the astro historian uh, you can find my gameplay stuff where you'll see, see next week you'll see or soon i guess depending on when this video comes out you will see x and uh keenan uh, space tomato together we'll be talking about uh you know sitcom expl explanations you can find that video for that one will be at youtube.com slash the astro pub live which mm. you can catch catch all my content from from live channels and uh, you can catch me live at twitch.tv slash the astro pub on thursdays friday saturday and Sundays. Mm. And you really know your stuff when it comes to law, uh, as does our grid and Keenan, by the way. So yeah, and, and that, that actually yeah. does help with a lot of stuff. You'd be surprised how much the law actually weighs in on this game. It's quite yes, quite good to know it, stuff. A, it, it helps you inform a lot of information about everything from ship releases to gameplay design. So yeah, it, I, I put it right up there with just as important as the roadmap as a way to yeah. kind of put it in a way that most people would understand. All right, with that, He's been the Astro Pub. I've been Execute, and we'll catch you in the next one.